Are you ready to be stirred and receive an impartation of faith to move forward into all that God has purposed for your life? Welcome to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. I am your host, Elaine Haynes. I will be sharing what the Lord has given me through the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the Logos and Rhema words of God. Welcome to Stirring of the Waters. I'm your host, Elaine Haynes. Today is episode 13. It's a new season. Receive faith to move forward. We're in a new season, spring, which is always a season of hope. It's the season of resurrection, new birth, light triumphing over darkness. What seems dead and buried is coming to life. It is a new season and there is a turning in the spirit. See the signs of new life all around you. I love to garden. As the dark, cold winter season comes to an end, I look for the first signs of spring. The days are longer and there's a shift that creates a different, brighter cast to the sky and the air begins to warm. I begin to look for signs of life on the trees and plants that have been dormant. And my heart rejoices when I see the first swelling on the branches indicating where the new leaves will sprout. I'm out there every day looking for that new growth because I'll be honest, I always have, every year I have the same thoughts that nothing's gonna happen, that somehow during the winter, it didn't get enough water or I got too much water or the roots froze or gophers ate it or something. What seems asleep is actually dead how it looks. And I have to remind myself that every year this happens, that they always come back to life with new growth. It's a reminder to me to trust in God's faithfulness and timing. Yet it is still a heart-stirring moment when I see those signs of life. And after a few short weeks, new leaves are bursting forth and within a month, it's already fuller than it was the previous year. Even what seems dead has hope with God for nothing is impossible for him. In Job 14, seven through nine, we read, for there is hope for a tree if it is cut down, that it will sprout again and that its tender shoots will not cease. Though its root may grow old in the earth and its stump may die in the ground, yet at the scent of water, it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant. The scent of water, a hint of hope that life will come if you just stretch your roots a little further. His light is shining even now into that dead, dark place, reviving hope. A fresh wind of his spirit is breathing life on the seeds of his words that have been sown in your heart and new life is coming forth. Even seeds sown decades ago can come to life given the right conditions. The oldest seed that has grown into a viable plant was a Judean date palm seed 2,000 years old. It was recovered from excavations at Herod the Great's palace on Masada in Israel. It had been in a dark, cold place. When it was brought to the light, placed in a good habitat, It germinated in 2005, a 2,000-year-old seed. It's a new season. The waiting at times seems long, but then suddenly life bursts forth. I encourage you, look for signs of expectancy. What God has conceived shall come forth, and what seeds have been sown will yield a harvest. Trust his timing. Suddenlies are upon us. Acts 9, 3-6, And as he journeyed, Saul, 
He came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. I hear the Lord saying that even as Saul was on his journey, doing what he thought was right for his life, the appointed time and my sure purpose for his life had arrived, and so it shall be with you. You have been on your journey, being faithful in the things set before you, and now the appointed time is upon you for my purposes to be established. My light will come and illuminate every dark place. My light will come and show you the next step to take. My light will come suddenly, and you will know, even as Saul knew, that I am the Lord of glory. For my glory will come to you, and you will come to my glory, and you shall show forth my glory in the earth for such a time as this. For my glory will cover the earth through my people walking in my ways. My ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You are wearied with many plans, for a man's mind plans his way. Trust in me and let me order your days. Watch as my path opens for you, a path you have not known. And you will know me in a new way. You've been trying to think your way through and into a place where you've not been. And you know not the way. But as I told you in my word, I'm preparing a place for you. My kingdom is at hand. I'm preparing the place for you and I alone will lead you to it. The place is not a physical place. It is a place in the spirit where moment by moment I will make myself known to you and lead you in the way you should go. There is an expansion of the presence of God in our lives. He is shifting the old to make room for the new. He breaks off the outer husk and brings forth new growth. This is a season of moving into the things of God that have been ordained before the beginning of the world. He is shaking to remove what hinders so we can receive the more. I heard, do not be afraid, but trust in me. Have I not always been faithful? Have I not always provided? This is a time of remembering that I am faithful. Yet do not look for me in the way you have seen me in the past. I am always bringing you forward and upward into my glory. It will not look the same as before. Suddenly the light will shine. Suddenly your provision will come. Suddenly you will be astonished and amazed. Though you trust me, your trust has been in my faithfulness as seen by my past provision in a present moment. Now I will shine light onto the road of your future, and your eyes will be opened to the limitless realms of my eternal glory in ways you have not known. The Holy Spirit began to speak to me of the faith of Abraham. I believe when the Lord told Abraham to go forth from all that he knew, to leave family, land, and culture, the voice of God engendered faith to the point that he saw the eternal city written in Hebrews. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Hebrews 11, 8 through 10. Abraham came from a pagan nation of idolaters. They worshipped many gods, 
When the voice of Jehovah the Eternal One spoke to him, he was awakened to his destiny. When the Lord told Abraham to go, to leave all that he knew unto a land that I will show thee, he received an ability to perceive and grab hold of the vision of eternity. The word show, the land that I will show thee, in the original language is ra'ah, which means to see, perceive, have vision, regard, look out and find out, to give attention to and distinguish. It also means to present oneself, to be seen, to look at each other. The word in other places in scripture is the same word used for a seer. I declare your eyes are opening in a, to see in a new way by the Spirit of the living God. Abraham was able to take extraordinary steps of faith because he heard God speak and believed. When God spoke to Abraham that his seed would be in number as the stars in the heavens, I believe he did not just hear a word of promise, but that he saw by the Spirit the eternal realms of God's promises to us that are limitless in magnitude of multiplicity. We who are the Lord's are of the same faith as Abraham and receive the same assurance of blessing, that same limitless magnitude of multiplicity. Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Galatians 3, 6 through 9. I want to just point out here when I'm talking about magnitude of multiplicity. As I mentioned before, I like to garden. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't garden, then you probably aren't aware of this, but everything that God does is abundance. If you look at it, if you plant a seed of corn, you get the stalk. Each stalk has multiple ears, 10 or 12 of them. And each ear has, you know, how many kernels of corn. Each one of those kernels is another seed. You see how God does it? I read, I did some research on this a few years ago, and apple trees have like 800 apples on them, and each apple has, I think it's like, I think it's five to eight seeds. Now, that's a lot of seed for the future. This is how God does it. Everything is in multiplicity. Everything is for harvest. We're in a time where God wants us to be awakened to eternity, to hear attentively and receive vision by the Spirit so we can move forward by faith and take new ground for his kingdom. Many of us have dreams he's given that have been dormant for many years. Others have received words of promise that have not yet been fulfilled. And still others have almost lost hope in areas of their lives where they're now wondering if they even heard God in the first place. I had a vision in the early months when my husband and I were just getting to know each other. And in the vision, we were ministering together and the glory of God filled the place in a way I've never seen. We've been married 28 years, and it has just begun to happen in the last year or two. There were many times it looked dead in these 28 years, 26 years at that point. Many times it looked dead where I questioned, but I knew what I'd seen. And I reminded myself during those times of other words, visions, and dreams that have come to pass. And I stood in faith that God would bring forth what he has promised. He is faithful. Though it tarry, wait for it. Be expectant. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Habakkuk 
Many think the word faith means to believe. In the Old Testament, the word faith actually means trust. In the New Testament, it means also belief and assurance. We can believe the word as something God has said, as a promise, but do we trust his goodness and that he's always faithful, trustworthy in every situation, every situation? I think of those trust team building exercises where a person falls backwards, trusting the other will catch him. You may believe that they're able to do it, but do you trust them to do it? I hear him saying, is there anything too hard for me? Have I not spoken and will I not do all that I have said? Am I not the creator of the universe who neither sleeps nor slumbers? Am I not the owner of the cattle on a thousand hills? Is not the gold and silver mine? I called forth the stars to bring forth their light. I set the bounds of the sea. Creation is speaking of my glory and my providence. Have I not shown you in seed time and harvest that I take what seems dead and bring forth life? and that in abundance, for I multiply what was sown. Use the faith I've given you and sanctify your imagination so that you can see as I see. I long to take you on a journey and show you all that I've prepared for you to walk in. Prepared in eternity for the realms of glory that I desire to see established on the earth. Come with me, my beloved, and let me show you the things to come. When you read my word, let it sink down into your spirit and cause vision to come to carry you forward. For the continuing city is yet upon you, and you are to enter in and occupy until I come. Occupy with faith and take the land by force. My force, the force of my spirit, breathing life over my words until they take root in your being and birth what has been determined beforehand in the eternal realms to come forth now. Awaken, arise, the time is nigh. Come forth out of the tomb of unbelief, the world's ways, and your own natural thinking and reasoning. Leave the old man behind, the way you perceive yourself and others, that is not glorifying me. Arise, leave the old man dead and buried. Come forth into new life, and let me lead you by my spirit into the lands I have prepared for you. It's a new day. It's a new season. And it's a new way that he wants to lead you. And I pray that these words, that the word of God, his written and logos word, will go deep into that furrowed ground that he's been furrowing. And it will bring forth much fruit unto harvest in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit ElaineHaines.com, that's A-L-A-N-E-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com, for books, blogs, and spiritual growth. You can follow me on Facebook and subscribe at cpnshows.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. See you next week for the next episode.